You've come this far and you don't know what's going on? Come on, let's head down to Eddie's. I'll get you caught up. Apparently the Order of the Court's Cross was like a monster hunting group that my own dad was a part of. And apparently there's some guy named Knox and he was my dad's arch nemesis. If you go there and stir up enough trouble for them to retaliate, you can speak with Bottom. Shadow Guard, charge! The Shadow Guard charges and the rude mechanicals respond by loosing their crossbows. For the Red Rebellion! Nick Bottom, I am Agent Ari Green of the FAE and I have a few questions for you. Hello. What are they going to do with the spell book, Nick? What I procured for them was a very specific spell to help them alter the weather. I'm literally pointing at where it says, if you want to know the truth, go here. You see the mirror image of the cave behind you, but it's not the three of you reflected in it. You see three figures. Oh God. And one of them, um, a man says, can we hurry this up? If any of Nox's people have spotted us, we don't have much time. And then another one, Ari, who looks maybe slightly younger, says, I told you this magic isn't from the wild. If I do not take my time, the consequences could be fatal. And then behind him, a humanoid crocodile says, Dan Dan, my babies are up there. They'll tell us if anything tries to sneak up behind us. Is that where your fancy little mirror thing came from? Yeah, I think when I see this, I'm just going to drop to my knees and drop the mirror shard from my hand onto the floor. I'm just stunned to see a memory that I don't remember. The mirror shard just flies back into the mirror, and it completes sort of the puzzle here. And you all find yourselves inside this memory. in her gator form, Agent Ari Green and Detective Danny Payne are standing together in this underground cavern. God, I still have to manage a voice for this. This is going to (laughs) be... Not only am I doing mama, I'm doing gator mama. (laughs) (laughs) I have to do a man. I don't know how to be gruff. So I've sent you guys sort of a brief overview of what your characters are going through so that you can roleplay accordingly. Uh, But for the audience, I will say that they are here to complete a ritual to sort of save Ari's memory because it keeps getting wiped when they're close to discovering something big. Ian. Yes. I forgot to ask who my apprentice is. Um, oh, your that one I'm y- not sure about. Your apprentice isn't here, so it doesn't really okay. matter. Okay, and then does this count as the beginning of a mystery? Like to use that first move? Uh, the good standing with your sect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can roll that if you'd like. What's the ability it asks you to roll? Is it cool? Plus charm. Or? Charm. Gotcha. He has zero charm compared to his wonderful daughter. <laughs> My guardian is still Ignis, correct? Yes, your guardian oh is definitely God. still Ignis. Oh. No, it's it's bigness. <laughs> it's a very big <laughs> orange flame. If Ignis is out in the mirror, is Ignis also out in the past? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I wanted to give you some new different things to play with without compl- without messing with the canon of your character here. Okay. 
Well, that's an eight on the dice plus zero. So on a seven to nine, you get a mission associated with the mystery. And if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. Um, Yeah, I think that the mission you have right now from your sect is just to be looking out for activity of Nox's crew. Okay. I will give you some information here just in general. You would absolutely know that if you behead a vampire, you can kill them. And if you stake them in the heart with a wooden stake, you can kill them. Is it safe to assume that my crossbow has wooden? That's the coolest fucking thing you've ever said. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, crossbows, I believe, kill vampires because the at least the bolt part of them, is wood. the arrowhead may be metal, but the bolt part of them is wood. At least that's they do that in, in Buffy, so <laughs> that's what if I'm, it works on Buffy, it with. works here. This is my exactly, exactly. That's the tagline of our podcast. You also would have a stake. It doesn't do damage normally, but if you use it as the finishing move against a vampire, it would kill them as their weakness. Okay, so I'm just I'm just trying to. I'm not ready. Yeah, this is fun. I'm blown away. <laughs> Let's hope they're not in our bodies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> to describe the room again, you're in this underground cavern. There is still, even in the past, this weird etched doorway there with the runes all around it. There's a mirror leaning against the wall that is completely intact. It has a blue metal frame. Okay, and you said we are here to help Ari get his memory back. We're we're here to store Ari's memory. Yes. Okay. To save it here. You've read about this mirror and you've you've found that it's something of a foreign type of magic that neither that none of you are familiar with, but it allows you to store someone's memories, potentially even the memories that he's lost. If if you can complete this big magic ritual. We are literally these characters now. Like I'm not thinking you don't know Exactly. Well, we don't you, know pain. You you okay. do know pain, but <laughs> she's like 19. I think I'd be even younger than that. Yeah, probably. Unless Loretta's about to die in this scene right here. <laughs> Shit. No. Good call. And I know that this is a long dormant passage, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Old Ari has probably also figured out that this is a pa- a, not a wild passage, but a passage yeah. to some other world. But we are not here for that. We are here because we're hiding a mirror. In the overgrown that can fix my memories. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah, you you found the mirror here. Oh, okay. Uh, did we like? Did we just get the mirror secured in place? Yeah. Now that it's in place, I'm not exactly sure what comes next. I mean, uh, what you want? Is that good? Is that No, it is really good. Is that good to the ear holes? No! <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm thinking she would sound like as a gator. You're not wrong. It's, it's very it's hissy. Ra- it's Roz from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I don't have any notes. I'm terrified of it. I'm intimidated by it. <laughs> if you want to workshop a little I bit right to, now, please to, feel free. I have to not only be a woman. I have to be a woman that is a gator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not an easy job. Not an easy job. I mean, uh, there you go. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, right here. I think I found it. Yeah, you found it. I mean, uh, so what? You just hang up the little mirror and we're all going to look at it and be a big happy family. It takes a picture or something. Do I know what I'm supposed to do with this mirror so I can progress this? Actually, you know what? First, why don't we have you investigate a mystery so you can kind of figure out how it works? I'd be happy to. Oh, oh, that is 12 on the dice. And with this, Ari, it's plus three. So that is a 15, my friend, to investigate a mystery. You get to hold two here. So do both of y'all know? I mean, I'm assuming we all know that Ari's memory is fucked. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes, Dan Dan, that's why we're here. 
Oh my god, I'm not Danny right now. <laughs> That's an astute observation. <laughs> Did you call me Dan Dan? Yes, because yep. your name's Daniel. I do call you Dan Dan. I'm Detective Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Getting warmer. Oh if you need to mute your mic and do a few. I might. You should. Practice. You better gruff up. I can't. Up. I'm too feminine, and I have a baby girl inside of me. <laughs> That's true. I have no testosterone inside. <laughs> Why don't we get Ari's questions? So yeah, thank can... you. Yeah, yeah. What can it do? Uh, this thing can store your memories, but it is very difficult to use, and you're going to need to use a lot of magic on it successfully. So you need three successful use magics as part of the sort of big magic associated with this thing. Does Loretta use No Limits or use magic? I think Loretta would also be No Limits. No Limits? Cool. Just checking. And since I have one more question, what can hurt it? It's a mirror, so it can just be shattered as as a regular mirror. Do you share that with us? I need to take a bit of time to draw some runes around this mirror. I need to channel. Am I channeling from somewhere else or from the wild to use this mirror because the mirror's not yeah i'll give you a choice here you can channel you can use wild magic that you're familiar with but you're going to take a minus one ongoing for that whereas if you try to channel the magic of this mirror it's not minus one ongoing but the consequences are pretty bad if you are to fail in terms of the integrity of the mirror Ian, i have one more question okay and it's very important how much alike are Ray Ray and Loretta, and can she also refer to Dan as Dan Helsing? Oh my god. <laughs> I hate she has this. to. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a pretty I mean, old school reference. I feel like that's something your mom would be No, right that's up your beautiful. Alley. Okay. God, Ryan, I need a Dan Helsing shirt so bad. God damn it. Can Danny's catchphrase also be God damn it? Yes. <laughs> so I will say, uh, Loretta, you sense. Your gators have seen something coming. They're starting to feel anxious. You can't see what they see, but you can feel what they feel. You feel you feel anxiousness, and then you feel pain. I'll try to commune to them to ret- retreat back, just swim back, swim as far away as you can. I can communicate with them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they swimming? I wouldn't have them like I'd have. I'd have them closer to water. Yeah, they'd probably be near the creek. So just kind of keep an like, eye on. Just kind of keeping an eye on, but they're not. I wouldn't use them as like f- attack them. Yeah, they're just kind of sentries. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll try to convene to them to swim away as far as you can. Just keep going, and I'll find you. They can't say words back to you. They they're not. They're still not intelligent. I just sense like their emotion. You do get the the overwhelming feeling that something is coming fast. We need to chop chop here, boys. This is uh. Sup, something's something's messing with my boys out top. Keep your eyes on the entrance. Ignis, give me light. A bat flies in through the hole at the top where the elevator comes down from. Jesus Christ. I'm going to start my first rune, but I'm going to get to use the runes of the magic around me. So you're going to attempt to use the, the strange magic and not wild? Mm, yes, I think so. Okay. Then roll plus weird. No, let me ask you, does young Ari have any luck points? <laughs> uh, I'll give you each one luck point. Was this Ari's idea to put his memories into the... I'm fairly certain that I, I keep coming back to you with a blank slate, and you guys have gotten me these last few times, and we have been working together to build something before my memory gets wiped again. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like the three of you together are so close to figuring out the larger plot 
that's happening. And then every time that happens, Ari shows up and, and he doesn't remember the anything you've learned. And he's keeping a lot of it to himself because he's Ari and that's how he operates. Yeah. And so like every time that happens, it starts over. And this past time it's happened, he came back and he didn't even know who you guys were. So you had to explain to him that you that you even work together. And so right now... It's it's like we have to, you know, you, you guys have all agreed that this is what needs to be done. Okay. So I'm going to roll my first D's magic here. To 10 to give me strength. Eight on the dice. Plus three. Nine, wow. 10, 11. Okay. Yeah. So some of the some of the etchings in the in the metal of this mirror start to glow. It's like a soft blue, like not as bright as the magic from Ignis or from your runes. Usually it's like a. Like a very pale blue. Loretta bats are not typically a good sign. Uh, and at this point, many, many bats are coming through. Oh shit, are those um, vampires? <laughs> if you two could deal with this, I am a little busy. Not these bird brains again. I I have a sword. Should I take out my sword and start beating some bats? Do you have a shotgun? I mean, I have a magnum. That's not a shotgun. The bats are all starting to land on the ground Right in front of the elevator, sort of a few feet away from you guys. Retta. I fly I fly over to it. What <laughs> the fuck? There's like a ten foot space, you don't have to fly here. <laughs> I mean, neither does Doctor Strange, but that's all I can imagine that Ian gave me. All you me. do is you just <laughs> you just jump a little bit and you're you're near them. Yeah, that's the Doctor Strange. You just lift up and just casually you levitate just, to them. Yeah. I did give Loretta the ability to fly for those listening at home because <laughs> why not? Crazy magic. Guys, bats are vampires. It's not it's not a good sign. Yeah, no shit, Dan Helsing. God damn me. it. <laughs> oh, great. Each time a new bat lands, it becomes part of a hole and there's this growing shadow that it's becoming taller and taller. Jesus. And eventually a, a face actually forms at the top of it. I prepare my crossbow. <laughs> I swipe at the face. When you swipe at it with your claw, the bats scatter, and the face disappears, only to reform when your claw is moved. Oh, dang. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna help. The figure forming in front of you is cartoonishly tall and thin, and when his face begins to form, it's freakishly pleasant. It has sort of a very flat smile beneath beneath these dead red eyes. His flesh has sort of like a weird pale purple hue to it. Once the bats have fully formed into this figure, what you all know to be Knox is standing in front of you, and he says, Hello, so kind of my greatest enemy and his two most frustrating companions to isolate themselves alone in a cave where no one can hear them scream. Well, good to, good to see you again, tall, dark, and horrifying. Which one of us is his nemesis again? I want to crossbow him. I'm going to assume that Sarah gets her hot-headedness from her father and just, he immediately shoots. Okay, Bane, roll kick some ass. Can I, is this ancient fighting arts? When using an old-fashioned hand weapon, you inflict plus warm and get plus one whenever you roll protect. Yeah, crossbow is one of the old-fashioned weapons, yes. Okay. That's 10. All right, choose your extra effect. I never do that well, so I don't even know the extra effects. <laughs> Can I, like, pin him against the wall behind him? Cool. I don't want him to move, basically. But, I mean, he could always just turn into fucking bats. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cool scene. But I'm going to pin him for now. You shoot him in a way that, like, knocks, like, your crossbow is pretty 
it has some kick to it. And you are kind of able to, well, I don't know. There's nothing that the crossbow bolts would stick into is my problem That's here. That's what I was wondering, like, if he was in front of the, in the elevator. In terms of sticking him somewhere. The elevator's made of like steel and then everything else is like rock around you. Maybe you could shoot his foot and like pin him to the ground. I'll try that. Why not? Cool. Oh, it's a cool combo. Pin him to the ground. I'm going to fly up and punch his head. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you pin him to the ground uh, for a moment. The arrow kind of sticks through his foot. You do, how much does your crossbow do? Two harm, um, it looks with like. With that move, it would be three harm. You have him pinned, but he, his arm is going to extend. He has very long, slender arms. It, it, it appears from beneath his robe, which all you saw was his long, thin robe. You didn't see any of his limbs. So his, uh, so his arm just appears, and it's freakishly long, and he's just going to punch you for three harm. Oh, God. And it sends you flying. Ray, Ray, what do, what are you doing? Loretta. Yeah, yeah, that's Loretta. Loretta. Oh, yeah, Loretta. sorry. Wow. <laughs> Loretta, what do you do? Uh, while he's punching, I'll just fly up towards his neck just while he's not looking at me. Just, ha, <laughs> gotcha. And I'll take a bite of his neck. All right. Uh, yeah, roll to kick some ass. What do we do to vampires? Fight back. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Retta, so far so good. That's a 13, or 12. That's a 12. Okay, how much arm, uh, I'm sorry, what is your, what's your, what's your extra effect? You are not advanced, are you? No, you unfortunately not, not. That's fine. My boy Ray's come a long way. You've surpassed your mother, even, in power. I do like that something borrowed is a Ray Ray specific thing. Yeah. Which addresses that he's the less awkward of the two. <laughs> the more human. Yeah, the more human. I think I will inflict terrible harm. Okay. Actually, no, I would probably be trying to distract right now because I this isn't really meta, but I'm assuming we've dealt with him multiple times. Yeah. So I understand this isn't going to do much. So I'm trying to distract from something that will. Does that make sense? Or is that like... Yeah. So what is your option? What Which option are you choosing? Uh, I would give plus one forward sure. just to buy some time. What's the amount of harm that you do with your bite? <sighs> Shit, I think. Retta does five. Oh no. Which is gonna make Ray take Claws of the Beast, because that's just great. Yeah, her bite <laughs> her bite's five. She's got uh plus one to the plus three, and then she's got Claws of the Beast, which is all your natural attacks get plus one harm. Oh no. So yeah, her bite's five. Ooh, mama. <laughs> all right. Um it's but it's not ignore armor though, right? It's not ignore armor. You chomp into his neck and I, from behind, I imagine. I would like to think I was under him. I think he just like looked over and I just went right up to his jugular. Sure. I, am I imagining how tall he is? Right. Like he I have to fly up to bite him. Yeah, that makes sense. Do I spit it? Do I spit out a bat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this happens while you're still like like clamped onto his neck. Okay. And he he looks at you and he smiles and he he goes <laughs> and he sinks his own teeth into your neck. Um, and you're going to take six harm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're going to take four harm. All right. Reda never learned that healing thing either, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he's still pinned for the moment. We'll call it maybe these crossbow bolts are blessed in some way. So, Ari, what are you up to? Completing my task. All right. I would like to activate the next set of runes, please. Do it. Roll plus weird. Roll magic. Is this activating that move you gave me where I'm getting plus one to it because it's big magic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So plus four to the roll. Oh, well, that's three on the dice. Plus four is seven. Mixed success. Okay. Uh, choose your glitch. <laughs> Forget everything again. I think 
the least narratively destructive is for me to take a harm. Okay, then take one harm. He gets a splinter. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how it happens. More of these runes start to glow, and energy starts to shoot out from the mirror, and almost as if they're like spectral hands, they shoot into your head. We see light shooting through these spectral tendrils that are connected to the mirror go from Ari's head into the mirror, and this is just, this is causing you pain uh, to just take these memories or copy them from your own head. I love that. At this point, the vampire knocks explodes in a swarm of rats actually and uh they just scurry they scurry over to pain and he forms back into his vampire form and he looks at you in the eyes pain and you feel mesmerized and he commands you he says why don't you run that sword through ari's chest and you need to roll plus cool. Pain, do not listen to that creature. Probably about to spend my one luck point not to kill young Ari. It's an eight. Okay, on a seven to nine, you can choose whether you do it or not. If you do, <laughs> what if, if you do it, to? mark experience. If you don't do it, take plus one the next time he tries to mesmerize you. I'm not going to do it. Okay, what do you do? Why don't you go fuck yourself? Nice, that was so good. <laughs> it took so hurt. long to do it. <laughs> I was trying to, I can't, like, I feel like I am trying to push my diaphragm out, but that's not possible. Watch out, you might have a baby. Yeah, there's a child in there, so <laughs> it was painful. Okay, what do you do? Okay, I'm going to pull out my sword. Danny's sword. It's your sword. Danny's gonna. Danny's gonna pull. It was a dick joke because I'm a dude. Get it? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Nobody calls their God dick their sword. Damn it! <laughs> I'm not a dude. I don't know what dudes do. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna take out my sword and I am going to try to stab him. All right. Roll kick some ass. Plus tough. I'm gonna do like a, a two handed at the shoulder downward. Like I'm trying to. Knock him down. I should have been using these dice the whole time. Shout out to Kyle, who gave us these fancy tiger eye dice. Yeah, I'm using the ones Kyle gave us, too. Thanks, Kyle. The quartz ones. They're the ones I always use. Yep, ever since day one of this show. Hey, Thanks, Kyle. Kyle. Okay, that was an 11 on the die. Well, 11, you know what I mean. Do I? 11 total. So that is three harm hand messy. Okay, what's your extra option? Yeah, I keep forgetting I get one of those because I never roll this good for some reason with kicks of math. Pain needs to find her sword. That needs to be. <laughs> yeah, my daddy's sword. I will give plus one forward to Ari on his last magic roll. Get the shit over with. You sword him. You sword him real good. <laughs> he looks at you as if he's amused, and he's going to claw you again. He's going to backhand you with his with his uh, freakishly long vampire arms, and that's going to do three harm. I'm I'm going to kill Danny right here. Oh, don't forget you have armor. You have one armor. Oh, so should I have only taken two last time? Yeah, so you okay. have four harm total now. Yeah, the initiate gets one point of armor for their... I've never had some. I'm guessing I also had armor. Um. Oh, yeah, you're in your gator form. Yeah, absolutely. So I took three... I took four harm last, right? Yeah. So I took three. I am unstable. He knocks you back with such force that you, you hit this stone wall, the one with the doorway kind of etched into it. And you're pretty sure you've sort of broken some limbs here. It was such a force. Let's see what Loretta does. <laughs> Dang, I'm still, I'm still pretty getting, getting pretty up there in the hurt department. I guess, hey, uh, all right, what you need, baby? You do see 
uh, beams of energy sort of coming out of his head and going into the mirror, and it looks... I am managing. It looks like he's in pain. Well, this is nothing I haven't seen before. Uh, hurt. Denver. <laughs> I will fly... I will fly over to Knox and just keep trying to distract. Um, are you trying to distract, like, attack him distract, or are you trying to, like, dance around him and, like, make him attack you kind of distract probably dance around and make her no i'm gonna get his attention yeah i want to get his attention okay yeah then roll why don't you roll plus cool this is like an act under pressure to stay out of his reach well it's not a good one (laughs) well someone could help me out i have a six if i'm very busy if pain if very (laughs) hurt okay I, i mean i can use my helping hand right yeah how are you helping yeah, how am I helping? Because I'm on the floor. Well, he was a- he was attacking you, and I'm distracting him, and you could literally just say something. Fuck off. <laughs> or, like, even throw me a cross or something. I don't know. Cool. I can throw you a wooden stake. Yeah, throw me the okay. stake. That Wait, do you have the quartz cross? I was wondering that earlier. Yo, you definitely have the quartz yeah, cross. Yeah, I assumed yeah, I did. Definitely throw it at Retta. Okay, I'm going to take <laughs> the cross out. And toss it to Loretta. Do I need to roll? Yes. You need to roll help out. Yeah. God, these dice are just so beautiful. But it's it's a nine. Yeah. Okay. So what happens here, Loretta was trying to keep Nox from attacking Ari so that Ari can complete the ritual. Pain, while kind of sitting on the ground, sussing out your injuries, you look up and you see that Nox is going to get a big hit on Loretta. He's coming right for her. So you throw this over Nox's head. Loretta catches it. And that's enough to get the failure up to a mixed success. So what's going to happen here is you successfully, Loretta, keep Nox away from Ari, but Nox is going to go for his nemesis. He sees an opportunity to destroy his greatest enemy. Um, So he's going to turn right back around and go for pain. Yeah, he's going for a bite here, which is for harm. Which would kill me. Uh, I mean, you have the armor, so it's still, you'd be okay but you'd be pretty bad. That would fill out all my bubbles. I think you have to get one after your bubbles are full to die. Can I break from this? You could if you wanted to. Does it revert everything? I don't know, I guess. Yeah, you don't know. You could read a bad situation. I would love to. Six on the dice, and I have plus three with this character, so nine. Uh, Hold one. What's the best way to protect the victims? Well, certainly to drop the mirror for now and go try to help pain. Um, And with this, I will... I will give you that the magic will stay active for a time. It doesn't immediately reset as soon as you drop it. I think I just want to quickly break back from all these lights going into my head and kind of turn towards the creature and pain and as quick as I can etch a rune in the sky of wild origin and try to bar them from this place. All right. Roll roll plus weird, but minus one, because the magic that was going into your head is still causing you like a mental pain, like a mental fog. Maybe I think because I don't know what kind of creature it is yet, when I turn, I need to use my cryptid sighting and my Occam's broadsword. Oh, yeah. Cryptid sighting, much like the other Ari has, I get to immediately ask one investigate a mystery question. Okay, ask one. What kind of creature is it? Nox? Yes. Is it anything? I mean, it's done things that I've not seen vampires do. Nox is a vampire, but Nox is like a 
fucking like vampire lord. Like the, Nox is a really goddamn old vampire. So Occam's broadsword says when you first encounter something strange, you may ask the keeper what sort of thing that it is. They will tell you if it or the cause is natural and unnatural creature, a weird phenomenon, or a person. You gain plus four dealing with it. So we kind of already answered that. All right. So yes, I'm going to try to. Use magic. Is to, that all Occam's broadsword does, though? Yeah, it just gives you a plus one. You tell me what it, what kind of thing it is, and I get a plus one towards it. Yeah, I mean, you could have just asked a different investigative mystery question. It's a true story, but none of them are really good because I know it hurts vampires, I guess, canonically at this point, and I'm just trying to bar it. Don't forget I gave you a plus one forward. You did. Yeah, which negates the minus one from the magic fucking you up. Okay, and now I'm going to roll it. Okay, that is a five on the dice. Plus three is six, seven, eight. So choose a glitch. I really want to pick a problematic side effect. What does that do? <laughs> does that break your story? Never. Okay, good. So I'm going to pick a problematic side effect. So what does this look? What does your magic look like though? With you banishing this thing that's already here? It's. I guess I'm barring a place or portal from a specific person or type of creature. Is the use magic effect that I'm using? So this is like when you what you did with Jack, sort of. Exactly. With the heat you got him out of the house yeah um so yeah but what does your magic look like here i draw these runes in the air in front of me and then fey runes start to grow along the walls and then slowly begin to glow the blue that is associated with ari but then that blue gets lighter and starts to turn to something more akin to sunlight which begins to push this creature out. Yes. So when this happens, when you're, when the light from your runes starts to turn into sunlight, his fangs were starting to like extend from his mouth as he got closer and closer to Danny. And he's like salivating, like, like it's dripping from his mouth onto the ground beneath him. He gets closer and closer to Danny's neck when this light begins to shine. And he turns back into a swarm of bats and the bats sort of like all fly against the wall so that they're out of the rays of sunshine. And they go up through the hole in the ceiling where the elevator comes down. But the three of you are watching this happen. As, the, as this is happening, the mirror is sort of suspended in air where you left it. It's floating there, the magic of it somehow keeping it upright and off of the ground. What the three of you don't see is that in the stone, the rough stone of the wall of this cavern, you sort of see plants start to grow from it. And you see flowers sprout. And you see sort of a hole come through in the middle of this patch of greenery. And what the audience sees is Agent Goodfellow, with a big smile on his face, reaches out and shoves the mirror to where it's pushed out of the magical um, suspension field of sorts and lands face down on the ground and shatters. That was my problematic side effect. Mm Mm-hmm. That was very rude. Puppet master. But when you all turn around, there are no plants there. You hear the mirror shatter on the ground, but Goodfellow is gone with no evidence that he was there. Did I see Goodfellow? No. No, 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 no! I'm going to run to the pieces and start just picking them up with my bare hands, trying to fix what happened here. Uh, The mirror is shattered. Most of the pieces are still in the frame of it, except for one that sort of is left on the ground when you pick the frame up. Uh, Well, uh, did did it it work? What's my name? Did did what work? (sighs) 
All right, Featherbrain, come on. You can still attempt your last use magic on this thing that you that you haven't. Done. Okay, it's not that broken. It's kind of sputtering and imperfect, but you, there is still magic in this in this thing. Let me uh, let me try this. That's five on the dice plus three, eight. All right, what's your side effect? Unless Pain wants to help, Pain can help with plus two. I can. Oh shit, Deputy Pain, come do some magic next to me. Some holy magic. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And that is an 11 on the dice, plus nothing. Yeah, what do you do to help here? What exactly are you doing right now? I am etching and combining runes from this strange magic on the mirror. All right, I wa- I'm going to walk up and put my hand on Ari's shoulder. I'm going to say like a golden light emits from his hand, and it's warm to the touch. And I think that starts to bleed into my blue magic a little bit. The magic works. You feel your memories being imparted on this thing, at least the memory of this moment. And it doesn't absorb everything because it's broken. It's cracked all over. And the one piece that fell on the ground is, um, you know, not a part of it anymore. But uh, but you can tell that it worked in some way. Is there anything we want to add here? Yeah, I mean, I am very unstable. So I think I would like fall to the floor and the two of them see me. Where did he hit me? I guess he threw me against the wall. He threw you. Yeah, he knocked you against the wall. He knocked you back twice, and one time you hit a stone wall and broke your bones were broken. Shoulder. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to lay on hands on myself. I'm gonna touch myself. At least do it in the corner. No. (laughs) Should I read lay on hands since we've never used it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, lay on hands. Your touch can heal injury and disease when you lay your hands on someone. Hurt roll plus cool on a ten plus heal two harm or an illness. Plus, they're stabilized on a 7 and 9. You can heal the harm or illness as on a 10 plus, but you take it into yourself. On a miss, your aura causes them extra harm. So you need a 10 plus. Otherwise, you just absorb your own pain, right? Yeah, foreshadowing. I was just going to use a luck if I miss. No, no, that's not (laughs) foreshadowing. Spoiler alert. I was going to use my luck if I fuck up. I don't have cool, though. God, I fucked up. So there goes my luck point. It's 12. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so you heal to harm. Your injuries start to close up. As you heal yourself here, the golden light sort of emits from your wounds. It doesn't heal you all the way, but it gets you stable at least, right? Yeah, it does. Ig- Ignis, no matter what happens in our future, never let me investigate vampires again. <laughs> Iggy looks at the camera and says, oh, shit. (laughs) As you guys are walking out, you hear from behind you a jingle, and Ignis is floating around a shard of this mirror that's on the ground there. What do you have, Ignis? Thank you. (laughs) I am going to lean down and scoop up this piece of mirror and put it in my jacket pocket, kind of looking back at the mirror as a whole and then returning Ignis to the lighter, and do you think he's just going to be waiting upstairs for us to kill us? Well... What could go wrong? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. Welcome. Yeah. We're all here again today. Ian, let's cut to the chase. Today's an exciting day because we are drawing the winner for 
The giveaway for the custom Dang Swamp Die from Dragon Knight Dice, the Gator Man and Iggy Pins, and the Shrimp and Crit stickers. Yes. Croc Man, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan's going to roll for it to see who the winner is. Big money, big money, big money, big money. Pick me, pick me, pick me. That's a 33. Who's 33? 33 goes to David Tilstra, at David Tilstra on Twitter. Yay! I was a big fan of his doctor. He was a good doctor. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's he's not me, even close. A David Tilstra. You've upset Cap. I was more of a Kilgrave guy myself. Yes, he was... <laughs> He was the purple man. (laughs) No. Uh, Well, congratulations, David. Uh, We look forward to sending you these dice and hope you roll really super good rolls on them. We'll get in contact with you to uh, figure out where we're sending these bad boys. Maybe. Maybe I'll keep them. They're so (gasps) pretty. (laughs) And I hope to see you reprise your role. As David Tennant. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's move on to our promo for the week. We wanted to highlight the work of Ignorance Was Bliss. It's super fun, so here's their promo. Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician, and I collect stories. Everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy or between serial killers and podcasters than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media. Their Twitter handle is iwbpodcast. Check them out. Shrimpocrits is now on Kofi, which we discovered is pronounced Kofi and not coffee or Kofi. <laughs> if you can and want to show that you love us for some goddamn reason with your money. I'd like to think I was the closest because I guess the half with the capital letter. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's sound that's sound logic. <laughs> if you haven't already, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We release new episodes bi-weekly on Mondays, and the next episode is out May 3rd. So close to May the 4th. Be with you. Please review us on Apple no, Podcasts. Katie don't. already said it. You're not allowed this don't time. Don't start it. I Please. said it. I said it so you wouldn't have to. Find us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> What's our name on social media? <laughs> yeah, Barry White. Tell him about it. It's Shrimp and Crits. <laughs> you can find us at Shrimp and Crits on social media. We have we have a Twitter. Is it Shrimp and Crits? No, no. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So sad. We have we have a Twitter and a Instagram. It's it's at Shrimp and Crits. <laughs> He's upset that I took away his favorite part. (laughs) It's shrimp and crits. With a C. (laughs) I'd like to invite you all to participate in the Cast Junkie Discord server, where we have our own little channel, where uh, we have a nice little community that talks about the episodes after they release. So you should join us there. It'd be fun. I have an invite link in the show notes to this and every episode. I agree. Let's get back to that episode that we were just working on. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now.
And now the three of you are yourselves again, watching this happen in this mirror, watching the three first responders here ascend in the elevator. And uh, yeah, you're yourselves again. I, I will say, as sort of a benefit of observing your former self and or parent, you gain the experience, the the enhancement of you can take any improvement that they had taken with a level up, you can take it. Even if you've already taken that improvement, you can just add it to your character sheet. So where it says, like, take another initiate move, I would take another mundane move or I would take an initiate move? Yeah, t- I think I think initiate move. Initiate move, yeah. No, let me tell you this beauty that I am going to bestow upon you because I figured out the move. And it makes so much sense with the story. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. It is the expert's dark past. We had talked about this originally, and it fits so perfectly. If you trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand, roll plus weird. On a plus 10, ask the keeper two questions from the list below. On a 7 to 9, ask one. On a miss, you can ask a question anyway, but that will mean you are personally complicit in creating the situation you are now dealing with. (laughs) I love that. I it's love that. That's literally perfect. perfect, Ferrari. The questions are, when I dealt with this creature or one of its kind, what did I learn? What magic do I know that could help here? Do I know anyone who might be behind this? Who do I know that can help us right now? So I'm basically just trying to unlock these past memories with this move. I love that. It's great. Also, did we see that or did we get sucked in and play that? Um, you both. You experience it as if it was your own okay. memory. And so when when you snap back into your regular consciousness, Ari, your shard of mirror sort of falls back out of the mirror onto the ground. And the mirror itself, except for your shard, goes dull. You can't even see yourselves in it anymore. You have that memory that you just witnessed in your own minds as clear as day, as well as what your past selves and or parents were feeling at the time. But the magic of the mirror is is gone. So you can infer here that the magic did not properly store all of Ari's memories on it um, because it was shattered. But it, it stored that one. It definitely stored that one. What the fuck? So I'm getting this right. I essentially kind of have Mama's like memories right now from that moment, right? Mm-hmm. We all yeah. felt it, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I experienced felt, it. like I felt everything that she felt. I'm going to retrieve my... Shard of glass. There doesn't seem to be anything to glean from this mirror any longer. I'm going to turn on Ari. I'm going to shove him. Oh, yeah. I love where this is going. I'm going to try to, like, knock him down. You knew my dad and you never fucking said anything. Deputy, I... Deputy, this... This was new to me as well. I have no memory of this. I mean, apparently you have no memory at all, which, I mean, okay, but that's a bullshit. I just don't, I don't trust you. That's why they were there, Sarah. I mean, I understand that, but... It it drove Mama crazy. I can, like, I can feel it. That every time they got close to something, there was something there that just already wiped him out. And Ray Ray's, like, kneeling down with his, like, like he has a really bad headache. I keep resetting and resetting and again and again resetting i promise you sarah i do not have any memory of what we just saw what we just felt can you promise me that the second you remember anything you'll tell us of course i'm guilting you and i hope you feel it (laughs) 
because you know that our memories were fucked with and you haven't told us. For that promise to be true, Deputy Payne, there is a lot we need to talk about. She knew the whole time. You don't even know that. What do you mean, Raymond? She was sick for a long time. She didn't want to tell you or uh, Dan, nobody. Uh, she just wanted to go on, do what she needed to do. Now my joke feels inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's out the window. Please tell me what it was, though. I was just going to look at Ray Ray and said, do you think our parents fucked? <laughs> <laughs> It does. I would argue that that is inappropriate. Also, nothing, also nothing <laughs> happened in that scene that would, would you would ask. But you have the feeling. I have the feeling in my, I was Danny. Oh, yeah. I felt his feelings for you. Hey, uh, hey, Ari. What is it, Ray? Did this, did this give you back any kind of, any little bit of your memory with, uh, with Mama? Only that there may be a way to access the memories that are lost to me, like we access this one. And I know that these runes can be manipulated. I, uh... Alright. My memory was less whole then than it is now. I'm sorry, you had to feel what she felt. I can... I can heal. Why couldn't she heal? I have no memory of her healing like you do. Hmm. That's, um... Are my runes here still in the walls? I think that they have faded quite a bit, that you can only see traces of them if you look very closely. With the knowledge I have from the past of manipulating the runes, can I try to open the door? Um, or that's not how it works. You can... Are we going not, to the boss level real quick? I'm Should not, I sure not this door is meant to be open yet. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what kind of thing I would make you roll here. Yeah, I mean, roll investigate. You can roll investigate a mystery on it. I got a six on the dice, plus two. Nope, yes. Which are am I? Plus two. Eight. Okay, that's hold one. I asked what can I do last time, I think. Yeah, but with new... with I mean, if you want to ask that again with new context, you always can. Yeah, that makes sense. I do have a lot of new context. I'm going to try to take what I learned of these runes in the memory and apply it to this door to see if I can answer the question, what can it do by reading the runes around it? You can tell from this that while these runes here are magic, they're unpowered. They're like, they're just so, they've been dormant for so long. For some reason, the mirror had magic in it when you stored your memories into it. But this this doorway here certainly does not. And you don't have the slightest clue what could charge it. It's like a dead battery. Do you think the vampire war above us is going any better than the last one? Well, I can tell you Nox definitely ain't out there. Let's hope not. Ray Ray grabs his neck and kind of shudders. Just... Oh yeah, you remember the feel, like, you remember feeling your blood being extracted and sucked from your blood vessels? Did two of you feel the pain in this memory that your parents felt? I felt everything. The magic was my doing. <sighs> well, I'm sad. <laughs> so you guys ascend the elevator back to the warehouse. Uh, when you get up there, you see the men and women who work for Quince and the Rude Mechanicals. Uh, a lot of them are patching up their wounds. You see the vampires that came through the passage with uh, Sanguine, and they are also kind of patching up wounds. 
but the battle is very much over. Ray Ray, if you don't mind waiting outside for a moment while we prepare the detective for travel. Yep. As Ray Ray walks outside, he wants to, like, buck at one of the guards that he saw that chased him into the woods and make him, like, flinch. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the one that you, like, cold cocked and knocked out earlier. Yeah, maybe, like, snarl at a little bit and just make him flinch. Just (laughs) the one that you, yeah, the one that you knocked. (laughs) completely out yeah absolutely don't hurt me don't hurt me man that's messed up <laughs> and then quince brings out detective gerber who's tied up and um i mean i'll even say he's blindfolded perfect he also he's also pretty roughed up like they've they yeah they hit him a little bit before before you guys got got there to help him patch him up in the car i need you to breathe deeply and i'm gonna blow sleep powder in his face roll plus weird we're gonna get there that's eight plus three eleven who the fuck are you? And then he passes out. <laughs> Thank you, Merog. That's not my name. <laughs> Did you just call her Merog? That's no, not even I was thanking Merog for the sleep powder she gave me. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was a, that was oh, a wow. dumb moment. <laughs> I got Ryan responded to my joke like it was not a joke. So, uh, who am I carrying now? This is the detective, apparently. Uh, this is Detective Gerber. Payne is quite fond of him. It's not that I'm fond of him, I just... If he would have died in there, it definitely would have been my fault. Because I sent him there. He was investigating my shooting. Who shot me? Hmm. He just seems like a harmless dude. (laughs) Famous last words. He's gonna come asking questions. Well, you got some memory sucking juice there you got that power i think we both know he doesn't jesus you're so intense i love feeling it. guilty are you feeling- yes <laughs> yes i am all right so yes let me pass through this passage real quick yeah. and make sure there's not a like line of police officers there yeah so you take a little peek ski on the other side of this passage and i don't know it's like midnight on a wednesday or something in tallahassee so there's no one around you see the truck and it's dark Wonderful. I take the arduous journey back to the other side of the passage to let them know everything's safe, and then I lead them safely through the passage to downtown Tallahassee. Where do you guys take Detective Gerber? Is he, like, dying or just unconscious? Oh my god, should I try to lay my hands on him? Yes, that's what I was thinking. Oh my god. You're in my brain. I mean, he's not dying, but he is does have a lot of bruises and cuts from The hospital is mighty expensive. Should we take him back to the hotel? We can leave him there. And when we leave in the morning, he'll wake up. In a bed next to Rooster, and then everything will be fine. I'm just kidding. We'll take Rooster. <laughs> he'll be very confused. That's that's an absolutely wonderful idea, Deputy Penn. You sure you don't have some, some memory? I would never take your memories, no matter <laughs> no matter how much it would benefit me. And hurt our friendship. And hurt our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Fae magic of that level is beyond a dryad. Well, guess we have to live with this mistake. <laughs> Lie to the next detective that asks you questions. I mean, I didn't... Less people will get I hurt. didn't think there was about to be a vampire war in the, on the grounds. Alright, well, let's go back to the hotel. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, we have to figure out Ray Ray's situation on the way to the hotel. Uh, yeah, how do we transform Ray Ray? Technically, Ray Ray can do it himself now. I'm trying to figure out oh. narratively how I can do that. What did you take? I took Shapeshifter instead of Flight. Wow. Oh, well, yeah, what's a good narrative reason to do that? I think I fall asleep. In the back of the truck? <laughs> In the back of the truck. And then I just wake up and I'm Ray. You're just exhausted. Yeah, it's been a long, it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you guys leave downtown Tallahassee and head towards the motel where you left Rooster. 
I guess Detective Gerber is probably in the back seat of the truck. Yeah. Sarah is driving and Ari is in the front seat. Ray Ray has fallen asleep in the truck bed. And when you guys pull up at the motel, Ray Ray is still asleep, but he's uh, a person again. He's not in his gator form. We get him in the room. Can we get him in the room? (laughs) We turn on all the lights. What's Rooster doing? Hey, man, you give me them wings. Oh, you guys are back. He's watching Power Rangers on the TV. Which Ray pulls a piece of fur out of his teeth. He's just like, what the fuck, man? Uh, what have you been eating? I don't know. (laughs) That's a good answer. Deputy Payne, Ray Ray said that he felt everything Loretta felt. Was it the same for you? I mean, I think so. I could feel how much he hated Knox and the energy when he touched your shoulder. Can you remember that feeling? I mean, I can remember it. You need to try and do what your father did. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hands on on Detective Gerber's chest. I'm going to channel what I felt when my dad did it. Okay, well, roll plus cool. Channel that dad energy. It's a ten. Yeah, you heal him. What does this look like? So I think instead of that gold energy that came out of Danny's hands, it would be like a red, almost like electricity looking energy and it almost looks like i'm like trying to hurt him instead of help him that's cool as hell <laughs> that's so cool a motorcycle <laughs> <drove by. laughs> wow what a cool motorcycle dude i mean what do i live next to a fucking motorcycle <laughs> bar <laughs> like, See, what's going on? seems on the case i sense the devil This menacing red electricity sort of pulses through his body, and he maybe he even convulses a little bit, and then he sort of is shaken awake, and his eyes part. I think I have a moment of panic because I thought I think that I'm like hurting. I think we all have a moment of panic. (laughs) Yeah, especially Rooster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Rooster's like, what in the ever living fuck? But no, you all notice sort of his black eye sort of return to normal and uh, some of the scrapes and scruffs on him, you know, heal up and disappear. He looks around, he says, where, where's, where's Quince? Well, uh, that's, that's something. Deputy Payne, that was not the same thing. Well, he's okay, isn't he? I mean. (laughs) I I really like all of us just ignoring his question and talking Um... to each other. It's really funny. Quince was going to kill you and we brought you out who the fuck are you people do you not recognize me man i mean you just talk to me like yeah, i reckon i recognize you but who the fuck is this guy I, and and I, this these two redneck looking assholes hey, no, man, buddy, I, just, I just carried your ass out of a warehouse <laughs> i told you this is this is my partner and this is my other partner and that's just my partner's friend <laughs> what are you some kind of polygamist <laughs> That's not what I mean by partner, man. I'm going to sit down on the bed and just kind of put my head in my hands for a moment and then take out my badge. I'm Agent Green of the FAE. And I, I throw my badge onto his lap. <sighs> I'm tired. And you're alive. So you're one of the feds, huh? You think you can come into my investigation and throw me around, tell me what to do? Don't make me knock you out again. Was death preferable? Maybe it was. We bargained for your life. You can thank her. Look, I I promise to leave Tallahassee and to leave you alone and to not stir up any more problems here. But I need you. You can't go back to that warehouse. You just have to let it be. They will kill you. Let it be? 
man, it is out of your control. You have no idea what you're dealing with there. Can I manipulate him? <laughs> if you're going to tell him the truth. No, she can manipulate without... I'm not using my move. If it's not, trust me. Yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't want him to know. Yeah, roll manipulate someone. Roll plus charm. This is intense. It's a nine. I could help her. We're having the conversation together. Okay, yeah. So roll help out. Plus cool. I'm not good at cool. I don't know why I offered. <laughs> I was wondering. I mean, you know, it's a failure. It is a failure? Uh, it is... Six on the dice, minus one. <laughs> yeah, then mark experience. Oh, thanks. That's a level up. And uh, he's going to... Uh, it says if if you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take to do, that, to, to do it. Yeah. And he... You have asked too much, so here's what he says. Look, I know I didn't tell you much before, but this case is personal for me, as I suspect it was for you two, but... I'm not going to back off. They can kill me if they want to, but I'm not going to stop investigating this until I find that man who killed my partner, and I'm going to stop him. Who killed your partner? Quince. Well, you found him, and you didn't kill him, so... Doesn't mean I can't try again. And he stands up and walks towards the door. Well, I ain't getting you out of it this next time. This, that's on you, man. Okay. I never asked for your help in the first place. I'm, I'm Ray, by the way. Oh, hi, hi Ray. My name's Detective Gerber. <laughs> Is it? You're so good at that. Like the, like the baby food? <laughs> Very funny. He grabs the door handle. Detective, is revenge worth dying for? Revenge is worth everything. And then he's gone. Hey, Roos, we're going to have to pick up a little more food tomorrow. <laughs> Whoa, wh- why? Just don't, don't, a- don't ask, man. Just don't ask. We're just going to need some more food. We need we had to use it for hunting. Don't thing. Don't a- y'all drag me all the way up here. It's supposed to be just a short little day trip. All of a sudden I'm waiting around at a hotel. Uh, you know, a nev- never mind. Uh, I won't ask. It's good. OK, so I'm going to mark two moves as advanced and I'm going to take investigate a mystery and use magic awesome. as my two advanced moves. Yeah, I like that advanced move option. That being said, cool. if I roll a plus 12 on a use magic, the keeper will add some added benefit. And if I roll a plus 12 on investigate a mystery, I can ask the keeper any question, not just the ones listed. Fuck it. I'm going into the bathroom. I make sure the door is locked. So I'm still kind of freaked out. That A, I was in my father's body mm. fighting a fucking Pennywise vampire, <laughs> but also that this red shit just came out of my hands. And I'm thinking about the deal that I made with the devil of Tate's Hill. But I'm also just thinking about how, like, like I could feel my dad's higher purpose, but, like, I could not, like, as him, I could not think of what it was. Like, I didn't know what, like, that part of his memory was blocked off to me. Yeah. So I'm gonna use the tr- my first, I'm so scared, I'm gonna use my first trust your gut roll with the devil's help. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so your roll is plus four regardless of the relevant modifier. Yeah, just roll plus four. If I still fail this and you have to possess me, I'm going to be so fucking <laughs> mad. Okay. It's a 10. Nice. I don't think I've ever gotten a 10 on a trust your gut. It's always bad <laughs> or mixed because I have a minus one weird. On a 10 plus, the keeper will tell you where to go. It will be important. You get plus one ongoing, but you have to make it devilish now. Deputy Payne, if you want to know what happened to your father, 
You have to go back to Falls Chase. You will be safe if the three of you walk in and ask Knox to tell you the truth. And I am, I think I'm like clutching the edge of the, like the sink so hard that like you can like see. Oh my God, can I break the sink? I don't have superhuman strength. Maybe you do crack the porcelain of the sink. It's, it's, and it's not your human strength. It's the, the, like the influence of the devil giving you yeah. added abilities. Like the, the red, the red lightning sort of sparks out and doesn't shatter the sink, but like cracks it for sure. So when you roll trust your gut and that you hear, you hear the devil's voice, but in the mirror, it's you speaking to yourself, like speaking back to you. Except your features are, are slightly warped. Your eyes are farther apart than they should be, and your smile is wider than it should be, and your teeth are sharper. Yeah, so that's when I look down and notice that the red energy is coming out of my hands, and I have cracked the porcelain motel sink. So the four of you spend the night at this motel, and... In the morning, Sarah gets you guys rallied to do one more errand, stop by Falls Chase to hopefully confront Knox. Uh, Rooster stays behind at the motel, and the three of you are in the truck driving towards Falls Chase. So, uh, we're going to do what now? <laughs> Deputy, this is your idea. You can tell I'm like nervously like tapping on the steering wheel and leaning forward like I'm determined. I I I still need answers and and this seems crazy but I know that I know that this dude is not going to hurt us. How, um, how, do you, how do you know that? I grab my neck and be like, uh, I I beg to differ. Yeah, I threw a car at them. I don't think they'll be happy to see us. I mean, I don't think they're going to be happy to see us, but but I mean, it's it's daytime, so worst case we'll just walk outside and and we'll be fine. All right. <laughs> well, maybe we can get him to kindly come to a window. But I don't know if you saw the same dude that I saw. I don't think that's happening. We'll let, we'll let you do the talking then, Deputy. I I appreciate y'all coming along for the ride here. Yeah. I think I'm just rubbing the bite wound on my neck. I I think this is the only way to get answers. Do you guys drive straight into the house since you know where it is, or do you park at Costco and walk in like you did before? I vote we should drive up to the house. Yeah, we need a quick getaway. Yeah. So Rooster's truck pulls up at this house that has a large hole in the front of it. The I'll say the car has been moved. You can still see sort of the charred wood and everything surrounding where the car was thrown in. And maybe some places even where the fire spread. The house looks even shittier than it was before. But they seem to have put the fire out at some point. Uh, all the cars are not there. There's only one. Um, is there any sign of life? <laughs> Vampire activity? Unlife? Undead? Is there any sign of undead? I'll say that as you approach the house, you can hear talking from one of the inner chambers, sort of where there's no sunlight able to get through the hole in the front of the house so he lives in here yep <laughs> figured he'd have like a like a castle or something you know <laughs> like this is just like a house are there many castles in florida <laughs> he's got a point you know <laughs> well 
I don't know how many vampires there are in Florida. So, <laughs> so there could be castles that we don't know about. Are you going to knock? The best way out is through, so... What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> best way out's back there. Just right that that direction. You There's have not to go. exit this way. It says oh no outlet. Oh, my God. I knocked on the door. <laughs> I think the door's gone. Yeah, the door's definitely oh. gone. So you knock on You're the door. You're knocking frame. on the ground. I knock on the wall. <laughs> on the door on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo. The voices you hear from inside, they stop immediately, and you hear, you hear a woman's voice say, who, um... Who goes there? My name is Sarah, and I need to speak to Knox. There's a moment of hesitation, and then in the hallway appears Carrie, the vampire that Raymond has come to know, at least a little bit, from his crocodile form. She looks at you and kind of furrows her brow, and she says, Sarah who? My name is Sarah Payne. Oh. You hear like a swirling sound of wind wisping around and uh, this room, this living room area, the entrance hall, I should say, is sort of divided by this line of sunlight that comes in from the front door where you guys are standing. And then the rest of the room is shaded enough to where the vampires can walk in it. Um, But you see this shadowy form kind of swirl around Carrie and it starts to culminate and form beside her. And as the pieces of shadow come together, this towering figure that's quite thin and just tall in an unnatural way. The only distinguishable features you see of this person are the cape that's draped completely around their body and then their face forms, which is hauntingly blank. And you see standing in front of you, Nox, the same exact figure that you fought in the memory of your parents and former Ari's mind. Now tell me it doesn't look like this man would live in a castle. (laughs) He's wearing a cape, for Christ's sake. How many castles have you seen? In Florida. I know, man. (laughs) I I nudge Ray Ray a little bit with my elbow. Carrie sort of leans in to to, uh, to Knox and says, two of these were with that that crocodile person uh, who I think he said they were, they called themselves the FAE. They didn't seem to know much about our kind. Can you describe this crocodile person? She she looks at you and she says uh, sort of mockingly, well, he sounded a heck of a lot like you. I mean, I've been told I sound like a lot of people. I don't, I definitely, I mean, look at me. I definitely don't have scales or anything. (laughs) This is my friend, Ray. Joel. What? Name's Rachel. Nice to meet you. What? This is why. (laughs) She knows the Gator Man's name is Ray. Oh. (laughs) Did I not introduce y'all? How is that sunburn doing, Nux? Oh, yeah. Does he recognize Ari? Yeah. His his eyes previously fixed on Ray sort of like his face stands still as if it's a frozen frame of a of a TV show or a film but his eyes are the only thing that moves even slightly and he sort of scans the three of you um and when his eyes land on Ari he sort of remarks and he says this one I know I've I've seen you before agent green it's good to see you well nox so tell me what is the daughter of my greatest enemy doing here in my house i'm i'm here i guess for answers i just i need to know that if you had anything to do with my dad's death 
A smile curls across his face. And why would I share that information with you? I just, I need to know what happened to my dad. And if you had nothing to do with it, then you should let me know. Because then we can just leave you alone. You can have all of Tallahassee. You can do whatever the hell you want. The chapter's gone. I want nothing to do with it. I got my own shit going on. But I need to know if it was you. And hey, y'all don't happen to know if Steven at the feed, the the meat market up the road, uh, is one of y'all. Do you? Because I've always had a really weird vibe from that guy. <laughs> the guy at the meat market also makes your chicken fingers. I was about to say the same fucking thing. God, I was trying to be good. <laughs> There's that's more Stephen than one PH. There's this one's Stephen with a V. That's Stephen with a V. The meat guy. Steve the, the meat, meat guy. V. Steve, Steve the meat V. And you would believe me if I told you that I did nothing to your father? For some reason, yes, I think I would. Your father was a great warrior, but he could never defeat me, just as I could never defeat him. So. We made a deal. And what deal was that? He sort of grimaces and shrinks back a little bit, like almost as if he is a little bit frustrated with just the terms of the deal himself. I just imagined he got smaller. He does, yeah. No, <laughs> That's I think exactly so. What I, thought. Yeah. I think he does get a little bit small. He's still, you know, supernaturally tall, uh, but he's a little bit, he, you know, he inches back a little bit, literally. And Carrie speaks up, uh, because I'm tired of doing this fucking voice. (laughs) Because of what your father did, Knox and members of his crew can no longer feed on the innocent. We can only feed on the criminal element of the city. You attacked my my friend here. Does that mean he's a criminal? Well, excuse me, I be- I'm not a an officer of the law or, or a judge or a, law- a criminal lawyer, but I believe it's against some sort of rule to telekinetically throw a car through somebody's house. Oh, that's a very good point. I, I apologize. These things are hard to prove in court, though, I have to say. So you mean to tell me that y'all are, like, forsaken to be, like, vampire cops? <laughs> Uh, it's, I mean, we don't, yeah, I mean, sort of. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the worst deal. I mean, at least you're allowed to, like, eat. <laughs> the blood of the innocent is just tastier. I don't know. <laughs> it's like if you couldn't eat sugar or something like that. I don't know. What do humans like? I'm more of a, I'm more of a savory fan myself, you know? It's like if you couldn't eat bacon. Oh. Oh, and you had to eat, like, turkey bacon. That's, uh, yes. Uh, oh, Only yeah. turkey bacon for the rest of your life, well, which is forever. Well, it's at least better for your uh, cholesterol, which sounds doesn't seem like it's doing that well. So, so you you made this deal, and my dad left you alone. Your father paid a much greater price. That's ominous as hell. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean, man? Well, I mean, you could have turkey bacon, or you could be dead. So I think think they're here having turkey bacon while, you know, your old man's not having any bacon. (laughs) Thanks for clearing that one up. (laughs) As I cry quietly. (laughs) Thanks for clearing that up. That's the perfect response. (laughs) 
at th- at this point, pieces of his face and body start to remove themselves from him and turn into bats that start to fly out towards the car parked in the cul-de-sac. Knox, do you do you know anything else about my father? There's and the bats start to like they 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 stop coming off as rapidly and now he sort of like is stuck in this half flock of bats half formed vampire form oh yes i know quite a bit about danny Payne. i mean would you like to share anything <laughs> Does anything significant come to mind or i bet you would like that wouldn't you i bet you'd like to know what his face looked like as he died I think I know what his face looked like when he died. It was pathetic. Try not to get angry at this man. Ask him where he died for me. I mean, I know which bridge he died on. Why don't you just ask me that question when we're not talking to a thousand-year-old vampire? Is that really where he died, though? He's he's just, like, continuously, like, throwing mocking statements at you and, like, trying to taunt you. You want to take it outside, man? Not particularly. I mean, at this point, can I... Like, I feel like I know that he's just being an asshole yeah but does that not get to you at all he's like insulting oh it absolutely your gets to me but i i've seen what he can do and i know that we won't have any effect against him so it's like what's the point fair because <laughs> what am i gonna do pull out my gun and shoot him it's not gonna do anything did i proctor this fucking deal is this a fey deal between two non-fey or am I reading into it? Are you? Is that something you're asking him? Or <laughs> I want to roll my dark past. Okay, if that's what you want to do, then roll it. Because, like, why would they follow a deal, you know? Like, what is keeping them to it? If it's just a said deal, like, is there magic behind it? That is five on the dice plus three. Eight. So you pick one. I, I, I think I'm leaning towards, do I know anyone who might be behind this? Because I'm specifically trying to see if it's me yeah i mean i'll tell you with this question that you may have some kind you don't have this memory you may have a strong suspicion that yes you were involved in this somehow especially since you knew you found out that you worked with danny um so it stands to reason the logic gets put together in your own head that he could have learned about fey deals and seen that way out for him to protect you know his family and his people but you do know that there is magic in this deal. Like, it's obvious that there's magic in this deal because there's no... Danny wouldn't give his life for a deal if he didn't know it was going to be upheld. Okay, so he's taunting me with some bullshit. Yeah, but he is starting to Fall fly apart. away again. Okay. His little bats are starting to come off. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth and... I need you to know that if if I hear about the vampires in Tallahassee again, I will finish what my dad started with you. I'll do what he couldn't do. <laughs> oh, you like that? Pennywise? <laughs> this, this is an amusing statement. I think we'll have to leave on this note. It was very nice to meet you, Sarah. Flip him off. Ooh. <laughs> Sick burn. Why don't you come into this shadow and beat the rest of the information out of me? <laughs> I don't think you have any information to give. Fuck you. I would love to sink my teeth into 
the daughter of my greatest foe. I pull out a piece of chalk. Well, well, you, you can't because she isn't a criminal. His form finally disperses into hundreds of bats and they fly out into the car. Carrie throws a cloak over herself and runs towards the car as well. That's some fancy fabric. It's a very thick, it's like a blackout curtain. <laughs> All they need is protective blackout curtains and they're safe in this Florida sun. And yeah, if nobody makes any motion to stop them, they're going to start the car and drive away. Ray Ray needs to back his car out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Did did you notice? (laughs) Debs, I'm sorry, but you parked behind me. (laughs) Well, Deputy Penn, did you get what you were looking for? Not really. All right, why don't we just go where he was found and you can use your little magic glass thing. Sarah. Seems like a pretty cut and dry case there. Huh? I'm eyeballing Ray Ray. When Ray Ray offers that and you you notice something weird in Ari's inflection when he asks if that's something you'd want to do, you get this stab of a, of a memory from when you were in the wild that you had lost. I mean, I should have known better. If you help me with this, I'll help you find out what happened to your father. And I hold up the glass. Wow, that's real cheap of you. Feels a little bit like deja vu. Yeah, it feels like, exactly, it feels like deja vu. Is that something you want to do, Sarah? Yeah, I need to know what happened. So you all head back to the uh, Holiday Inn or whatever the fuck, and <laughs> uh, and you pick up Rooster, and <laughs> Rooster probably hops back into the driver's seat, I imagine. And on the way back to Gullicochica, you stop just outside of town on the south end of Tallahassee to a very particular bridge over a very particular creek where the supposed place of Detective Danny Payne's death. What do you do? Sarah, you want to you want to wait in the car? No, I I mean, I'll I'll come out. I'll come out there. I just I just don't want to watch it. You don't want to wait in here with old Roost? Sorry, Roost. (laughs) Ray Ray kind of explained your your glass is kind of like a little magic TV. Exactly, like a little magic TV rooster. Do you get ESPN on it? Oh my god. Actually, dang, do you get ESPN Oh on my it? god. <laughs> Can you, like, view another place being, like, where the Super Bowl is? Tampa Bay this year. Hopefully the Bucks are going to make it. I could do that, actually, but the screen is very small. Jesus Christ. Okay, I am standing on the edge of the bridge <laughs> with my hands on the rail, and I am just... I'm just staring. I'm staring into the dark water below. You're probably remembering what the devil of Tate's hell showed you in your yes. in your fear vision. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. I'm going to try to roll and see if I can view another time in this place. Roll plus weird. Roll use magic. That is 10 on the dice plus 3. And it's an advanced move at this point. So Keeper will offer you an added benefit. So, yeah, I stand near the edge of the bridge and hold it up. And since I know the time and date and now the location, I'm going to see what happened. I usually show you, but you can't necessarily hear anything. I'm going to say this is the most vivid view another place you've ever had. And you can actually hear and you sort of get like almost the same feeling as when you were inside the mirror memory where you like can almost feel some of the feelings and um, experience sort of what's going on as if you were there, even though you're just watching it on this little shard. Um, And that goes for whoever's watching. So Ray Ray, I guess. 
So it's sort of an overcast day. You see this bridge. It's not like a main road. It's a pretty small street. And you see a car pull up. And two people get out of this car. One of them is Danny Payne. And one of them is Helen Torres. God, I'm glad it's not me. And you can feel nerves. And you can feel anxiety coming from Helen as her and Danny walk over towards the bridge. And it's weird. You almost like you can feel the feelings of Helen just fine, but you almost can't feel anything coming from Danny. It's it's almost like a blank slate. It's very, very odd and very jarring next to the very strong anxiety of Helen. And Danny walks over towards the ledge of the bridge and then turns around to face the water. And Helen strikes him over the back of the head, and he falls into the water below. After he falls, she puts her hands on the ledge and hangs her head for a little bit, and then stands back up, walks over to her car, and makes a phone call, presumably calling in that that Daniel has been found. I'm going to put the shard back in my breast pocket and look at Ray Ray for a moment and turn to Sarah. It wasn't an accident, Sarah. Your father was killed. I am looking wildly in between between the both of you. Ray gives a very stern look into Sarah's eyes. When, uh, when was the last time you talked to Helen? That's good shit. Sorry, yeah, I forgot I got pissed off at Helen. Yeah, you were yeah. so pissed at Helen. No, it's so good. It's perfect. God damn it. Perfect. And now you're not going to be able to find her because she's in the wind. Oh. Uh, let's do end of session experience. Oh. Doesn't yeah. feel good. It's been a while, huh? The mem- the dream within a dream, does that count towards it? Well, yeah, we remember it. Yep. Does what but count? it wasn't you does, two. Does it count towards what? The band well, you like, two? Okay, I saved lives in that scene. You know, is what I'm well, saying. Okay, let's start with the first question here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> let's have some structure here. Did we conclude the current mystery? Um, Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> um, yeah, we opened no, like, we I mean, opened no, like well, five I found more. bottom. You did I found bottom, bottom, which led to a new mystery. That was he, my mystery. Yours was to get your box. We, we got meat. You did that. And he, he got feed. <laughs> I would argue that finding finding bottom was part of the uh, the cult of the sky song mystery, not That's its true. own yeah. conclusion, sure, 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 sure. if you will. So th- you're saying the microwave getting was the mystery we saw? <laughs> that was yeah, ding ding ding. Ray checked all of his boxes. He's got he's got <laughs> as meat usual and microwave. I mean, I figured out what the courts. Order of the Court's Cross was and like that stuff. Yeah, but the mystery for you was what find happened out to what my happened dad. to your dad. And you more or less have no clue what happened to your yeah, dad. Yeah, all I know now is that he was betrayed. Because Knox very much implied that he killed your dad, but then you we've seen that it, he didn't kill your dad with yeah. our eye holes. Well, with Ray Ray and Ari's eye holes. It's a good thing um, Ray Ray saw because I'm bad at remembering. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to take, well, we'll take a no on that one. 
Did we save someone from certain death or worse? I think we but saved yes. Ari from his jugular bleeding out. We saved, saved pain. Sarah, and I saved Loretta and Don. You kind of you saved Davin. Oh yeah, and I mean he was Davin. he was we certainly would have just been killed. Yeah. I saved yeah. Davin by making a very weird friendship very automatically. Yes. <laughs> we made friends with drug dealers instead of the vampire vigilantes. We went with the drug dealers. <laughs> now you have a friend in the drug business. Yes. What's we're the lesser say, yes, of two We saved evils. a few lives yes. this arc. Did we learn something new and important about the Woyled? I would say everything, yes. There's the vampires? Yes. <laughs> uh, the people from Gullicochka learned that Sears has closed. Ari learned what Red Lobster <laughs> was. Oh my god. We learned that vampires exist. We learned that there's a very scary vampire called Nox. And we learned about the world that all your parents used to work with me. Oh, oh yeah, we learned that there's something underground that we I guess that's have something about the hunters, out. perhaps. Yeah, that leads us into the next one. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Yes. Oh, Ari's are like onions. Hmm. Y'all didn't <laughs> find out about my devilish deal. Not yet. We learned a lot about Ari, though. Yeah. Is that... I think the only one we learned anything about was Ari, I guess. Yeah, but we definitely learned some. But that counts. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. So three out of four. Three out of four means two experience points each. Mark two experience. Boop, 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 uh, so Rooster has leveled up. No, I'm <laughs> and he's going to get fly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>